Anyway, so this is our inaugural uh, show, our episode number one. Uh, the title of the show is Shutter Count. And uh, my name is Sean Hall, and then I also have my uh, co-host here. We're both actually co-hosts of each other. Uh, you can introduce yourself, Stephen. My name is uh, Stephen Ababio. Yeah, and so for this one, um, Shutter Count, I want to first uh, talk about that that idea, the idea of, uh, of Shutter Count. Now, I know we were just talking about this right before we started uh, to record, um, that uh, that we were going back and forth, thinking about the name, uh, putting out putting out different uh, names between ourselves. But uh, I do want to give. I know you said you don't want to take this credit, Stephen, but I, I am going to give you this this credit because uh, you you truly uh, came up with a good name. I think um, I'll I'll explain the reason why I like it, and then um, I'm sure you, you could talk about what made you come to that name. But um, the, the the idea about shutter count, it's a uh, sort of a technical term. Of course, if we if you're listening to the show, you're um, into uh, cameras and photography and everything related to that, and knowing that the the shutter is is what helps to uh, expose the image, and the, the shutter count when you're in that moment making that shutter count the, the that slap if if it's a mirrored camera, uh, making that image uh, count, making it give that emotion uh, that you want to capture, making sure that you're capturing the people um, that you. Um, you want to have that true reflection of who they are and what's happening in a moment, or even if it's a scene or a landscape. Um, I, I think it's just a, a good name to go with the show on the importance of um, what we want to do, which is improving our own photography, helping our audience to do so, and also using the right gear when it comes to doing so. Uh, so, Steve, uh, if you want to talk about like what you think about this name and, and maybe how it relates to the show. Yeah, so... Um uh, like like you said, the whole show is about, uh, the whole um, idea behind the name Shutter Count is uh, there are a lot of people who want to get into photography, and um, we have what we call clickers. All they do is just hit the shutter, and then they are hoping that at some point they're gonna get maybe out of twenty images they're gonna get a couple. Uh, so the idea of this um, podcast, the title Shutter Count, is to make sure that before you hit the shutter button. You want to make sure that image that you take really counts. It is worth it. Um, you're not just taking multiple photos and then hoping for the best. So uh, that was the idea behind um, coming up with this title. Yeah, and I think it's a and I think it's a very uh, good title. When, when I think about our photography, especially in the digital age, um, I, I think that uh, a lot of people don't think about that. That that moment, right? That shutter, because you're not actually um, expending film or using film. That's uh, it's more of a it's, being that the it's a digital medium now. Um, you can just click away and just hope that somewhere in those multiple clicks that you capture the right moment. Um, but I know the longer that I've been um, shooting, uh, I've I may have started off life that way, um, but I know I like to know that I have chosen the right moments. You know, each time. Um, yeah, yeah, but uh, go ahead, Steve. Sorry. Yeah, you want to make sure you put a lot of thought into your photo. I mean, when I started, I was like that too. I was take, I was just taking a lot of photos and hoping I'll get some really good ones. But at some point, I realized I had to take the time, really think about uh, what, why am I gonna take this photo? Um, what's the idea behind it? 
uh, have I checked every corner of the frame before hitting the shutter button so uh, that all um, you know came to mind when I thought of the the title of our podcast oh good good before we get too far into uh, these details it's good to uh, introduce ourselves um, again my name is Sean and uh, my co-host here is Steven um, just want to talk about you know who we are uh, of course we're new to the um, podcasting and uh, we're hoping to uh, do this show on a, on a quite regular basis being that this is our first show we're still going to be working out a lot of these details um, but just to first um, introduce myself uh, we are uh, at least as far as myself I'm not a full-time photography uh, my day job is in IT actually uh, title um, being a, a program a technical program manager um, so my, in the day I'm looking at software hardware databases and i picked up photography um after being in this industry it industry for over 10 years because you know it's very technical and i think i needed something to focus on that was uh creative uh and photography is a good place for me because photography also has a heavy dose of technical to it and um i actually shot my first wedding with steven and <laughs> that's how i mean we we knew each other before that, but um, I really uh, thank Steve for giving me the opportunity um, to be a second shooter and to uh, expose me to what it's like to um, shoot shoot a real wedding and to uh, have to edit uh, thousands of images. And um, before that and after that, uh, I just discovered that I really you know like uh, shooting uh, portraits and and capturing expressions and capturing people. Um, so we. I, I myself and Steven as well, and he'll talk about this in his introduction, but I'm also a family man. Uh, we both have kids, um, married over 15 years, have four kids, and uh, you know that's also a challenge as well. So, of course, my kids also a lot of times often becomes a subject, you know, in my photographs. Um, but it's also a dynamic, you know, to my thinking uh, as well as how do I balance, you know, family life, uh, the daily work life. And then also improving my photography. Yeah. So, so um, regarding myself, uh, I am in uh, medical imaging. Um, so I actually work on um, equipments that are used to uh, X-ray patients, um, so that they can, you know, diagnose you. So it's kind of like a camera, and it's in. I mean, technically, it's just more for the medical side. I've been doing that for about fourteen years now. Uh, but I got into photography. Um, if you ever go to my my uh, website, um, I s talk about how my wife and I were vacationing in Hawaii, and I bought my first point and shoot camera. And I didn't know what I was doing. I was just happy that when I take a photo, I can instantly see the results and on the back of the the LCD. So. Uh, I was just going around snapping photos and then we I, we asked this gentleman to take a photo of, of us and then he, he took a photo but then I, I went off taking more photos and he was watching me so he said hey why don't you use the rule of thirds he was showing me what that what that meant and so once I you know followed his advice I got great photos and when I came back I started researching into DSLRs and um, all these other professional cameras and then I got my first Canon uh, T1i and then that's how we started um, but uh, photography is not my main job it's um, it's it's a part-time 
job that I do. Uh, I just have a passion for it. It's therapeutic for me when I'm stressed. I just pick up my camera and go for a walk and try and make the best of what I see. And um, so uh, I've been doing it since 2005. Yeah, 2000. No, 2006. Yeah, 2006. So um, two thousand. Well, two thousand six. Yeah, okay. All right. Good. Yeah. Actually, I, I was trying to think about when when I myself uh, started. I can't. I can't remember. A lot of times, I feel like I've been shooting for just about five years. But you know, time flies. So actually, that doesn't make sense because my oldest daughter is ten. So <laughs> so um, I actually want to ask you a question about that. I want to kind of dive a little bit more into that experience. Uh, when you were shooting and this guy uh, you said was trying to um, teach you about something but I first want to ask you because uh, uh, where where can uh, people who are listening to the show where can they find you online uh, you can find me at um, capturedbystephen.com um, you can see my portfolio you can also uh, book me if you want a photo session um, I'm also on Instagram it's capturedbystephen.com underscore photography and then it's the same thing on uh, facebook you can find me captured by steven photography on facebook so i'm on basically i'm on those two social media platforms but mostly i'm very active on instagram um that's where i usually get most of my inspiration from okay very good yeah as for myself um my website is teamhallphoto.com also, the same name, Team Hall Photo. Uh, that's where I'm able to be found on on Instagram. Now, what what I wanted to ask you, Steve, is because when I was listening to you talking about like what made you first uh, get into photography, it reminded me myself of what it was that inspired me to pick up a camera. Um, was it on that trip that you did you you knew this trip was coming up, and so you figured you needed to have a camera to capture those memories? Yeah, it was. It was just the uh, the results. You know, once I was able to, because you know, we we all have you know digital camera is now the the thing. Everybody has a digital camera. So, by just being able to take the photo, you know, using the certain rules in photography and and you know such as you know basic composition rules and following the rule of thirds and being properly being able to properly expose the image. Uh, those are things that a lot of people tend to lack. But once you are able to figure those things out, uh, your images really stand out. And that's what, you know, that was a wow factor for me. I was like, wow, you know, this is not just because, like I said before, I met that gentleman. I had taken lots and lots of photos. But once he gave me that basic knowledge, that was all I needed to run with it. And so and and, and just so to give you a a, a brief overview I hated when I see people with DSLRs. I just didn't like it. That was before I got into photography because I do remember I saw this lady. Uh, she's a friend of ours. And anytime we go to an event, she'll carry this big camera and it just annoyed me. <laughs> I was like, why does she have to bring this huge camera? But once um, I started taking good photos from my point and shoot, and then I think one day she also took a photo of us and I was just impressed from the quality that I, I saw in the photo. And then I started looking to DSLRs and and then um and i started reading more about them and, and that's how i i got in you know was it a point and shoot that you had on that trip it was a point and shoot it was a sony believe it or not i i don't know where it is it's somewhere in my house but one day if i see it i'm gonna i'm gonna probably frame <laughs> it up because <laughs> uh i really want that i mean that was the camera that got me started um 
it, I have a lot of uh, connection, you know, attachment to that camera. So uh, I, I hope one day when I'm decluttering, I'll, I'll find it and I'll, I'm definitely going to put it in a safe place, you know, in, in, in my treasure box. Yeah, we have a similarity in that uh, my first camera was a, well, was a Sony as well. I say the first camera that I really started playing around a whole lot with actually was a, was a cell phone. So um, around the time I started even thinking about photography, cell phones were getting better uh, with their cameras. They're still very bad. I, I don't think uh, many of them were even over two megapixels and, you know, very grainy images. Um, but as I started talking more and more about it, I happened to get in a conversation with my brother and he had a Sony that he wasn't using anymore and he let me have it. And I actually don't have fond memories of that Sony. I don't, <laughs> I don't remember uh, which one it was. But what I do remember is that um, the images that I produced were grainy. Now, of course, it, I'm sure it was about it was me not knowing quite what I was doing with it. Um, but it was also the, the quality of the camera itself. It just wasn't really a very good camera. So when Sony first uh, started stepping into the game, remember, they had a really bad issue with um, grain and um, having cameras that produce good images in low light. And for whatever reason, when I first started um, playing around photography, I always wanted, I was doing a lot of shooting indoors. I wasn't out, outside a lot. So I was very uh, much interested in a camera that could do very well, you know, in low light situations. And that camera was not it. Uh, very shortly after that, um, I found out I was having a daughter, uh, my first daughter, Charlie. And so I really uh, started thinking more and more about um, a a DSLR and I uh, started doing my research and I ended up on the um, the Nikon side when I picked up uh, the D3200. Now that was a really good camera. I liked it. It was a good introduction um, to to me getting into uh, shooting more. And uh, I, I think this is kind of like a good segue into uh, talking about the gear that we um, both use today. Um, as far as the gear that I'm using, I'm still on the Nikon side, you know, with photography. Once you end up on one side you uh sometimes i think for the most part uh tend to stay you know with the the company that you joined with so since it was nikon i went from a, a d3200 to picking up a, a d7100 now it's those are both crop sensor cameras so i was able to um keep a hold of the lenses that that i had with the first one onto the second this was my second dslr and I still had that DSL, that that Nikon D seventy one hundred, even though there's a, a D seventy two hundred and a D seventy five hundred um, out now. I I'm not really so much interested in upgrading to those because this D seventy one hundred, at least for me, it, it gets the job done, and uh, I really like what it's what it's able to do uh, for me. Um, with that, and I'm looking at the camera right now, the lens that for the most part lives on that camera body is the uh, 35 millimeter and it's by Nikon that's an FX lens and uh, sometimes I will uh, put a I also have a 55 to 300 Nikkor lens and a um, okay this one kind of escaped me it's a 6 it's an 11 uh, to 16 I have my bag right behind me I might have to grab it to, to tell you what what that lens is um, Steve, why don't you talk about your gear while I do that? <laughs> oh, yeah. So um, I started with a Canon T, T1i. Oh, okay. I started with uh, actually the Sony, like I said earlier. But then um, 
when I started doing, you know, when I saw a, a DSLR photo from in front of mine, then I was like, I need to get into DSLR. So I did a lot of research and funny enough, I was trying to decide, you know, you know, back then it was, it was between Sony and uh, what do you call it? Sony and Nikon, right? Those were the two main, you know, the, the two main giants. So I was trying to decide, like, should I go Nikon? Should I go uh, Canon? Sorry, it was, it was Canon and Nikon. So you know, and, and and let me tell you a funny story. I just I just hate the name Nikon. I just don't like that name. How it sounds. <laughs> so I was like, so I was like, you know what? Um, Canon is more popular. <laughs> let me go with Canon. And I started doing more research on Canon. Uh, I should have probably done both, uh, but I did more research on Canon. Then so I went with the T1i. It was a you know, uh, consumer camera DSLR, and uh, I did learn a lot. When in the beginning, I wasn't. I was disappointed with the the photos that I was getting out of it because I kept saying this is a DSLR I should get great photos but then I, I bought the manual um, you know I think it was one of the uh, a book that was written specifically for T1i and I read it from head to toe like I read every page and once I I understood what the controls meant and what the ISO that you know the ISO button does and all of that I started getting good results so once I practiced a lot with it and it just couldn't keep up with me anymore. Then I switched to a 60D, and I, I, a lot of my photography that I learned happened on the 60D. I, I love that camera so much. I actually sold that camera last year. Uh, I just couldn't get rid of it. I was gonna give it to my daughter, but um, I just love the um, articulate screen, and it was great for videos. But I eventually I sold it to a friend of mine who was getting into photography. So. Um, it's gone and and um, I now shoot currently I shoot on a 5d mic 3 uh, which I needed a second body because I um, um, when I do weddings I just hate you know it just slows me down to, to switch lenses so I always have two bodies with me so it was originally it was my 60d and my uh, 5d mic 3 but then I sold my 60d and then I started uh, getting into um, mirrorless um, and I now shoot with the Fuji X-T2 uh, I, I love that camera so much I actually shoot with it more than the 5D Mark III uh, I still like the Canon I think Canon has some of the best color signs when it comes to skin tones and, and just color reproduction so um, it would be hard for me to let go of Canon but uh, I don't know we'll see we'll, we'll see but right now my, my some of my favorite lenses uh, on the Fuji I shoot with the 56 millimeter uh, Canon, um, I have my 70-200, I have my um, 85 uh, f1.8, um, I have the Tamron 24-70, um, to 70, uh, 28-35, um, and the Nifty 50, um, I, have, I have quite a bunch of lenses, I have the 10-24mm to 24 millimeter for wide angle. Uh, so yeah, basically that's that's what I shoot with. I use the Vanguard uh, Alta series uh, 70 tripod, which is very solid. Um, it doesn't disappoint. You get a lot for your money. So that's just a basic overview of what I shoot with. Just curious, between those two cameras, which ones do you think you uh, pull pull out the most? Uh, there's the Fuji. Um, <laughs> it was the 5D, but now oh, I God. I. I'm shooting a lot with the Fuji. There's something about mirrorless. When you go mirrorless, it, it does change your photography. I remember when the A7R 2 came out and I had um, 
uh, uh, Trey Rod, Radcliffe, yeah, the Mr. HDR, as we call him, he was really impressed with mirrorless and was saying how, you know, you actually are seeing the sensor. You can see everything on the sensor. So you know, you know, what the kind of photo you're about to take. Yeah, it helps you with composition and all of that. And at first, I thought it was just exaggerating until I actually started trying it myself. So I like Fuji. And one thing I do like about Fuji is it looks great on people. I mean, the skin tone is... I hardly have to adjust my uh, white balance. It's it's excellent. So I like Fuji. It's the build quality. And then they also... Um, what I like is that they, um, they are always updating their cameras. They have something called the uh, Kaizen. Uh, which is, uh, I think it's a Japanese term for like continuous improvement. So they are always improving. They can take a old camera and make it like brand new with a framework. So I like that, you know, loyalty that they offer to their, um, their followers or their customers. So with that in mind, is it, do you feel that, uh, you know, when you go back to a camera with a mirror in it, does it, does it feel antiquated? Does it feel old? Um, I still, I still try to use my 5D Mark III. Um, I just, it feels heavy. Um, it feels a bit behind in some areas. Um, the, the one thing I do like about the DSLR is the battery life. I mean, battery life is excellent. I can, on one battery, I can do a lot. <laughs> I mean, even during weddings, I can shoot a lot with one battery. Uh, with Fuji, you need a battery grip um, to be able to get, you know, not to worry about battery, you know. And that's the thing with mirrorless. You get this battery anxiety. You know, it's my battery going to run out and you're always watching the battery, the battery meter. But uh, with the SLRs, you don't have to worry about that. And like I said, Canon, I do like the colors. Uh, but believe it or not, even though the Fuji is an APS-C, um, the sensor is really good. I've taken photos and Fuji. I mean, I've used the same lens on, you know, I've adapted the Canon lens to the Fuji and it looks, it always looks sharp on the Fuji. So um, I tend to shoot more on the Fuji. Yeah, actually, I, I believe it. You know, um, the process that I went through when, so now I've shot with a Fuji before and I, and I believe it was an X-T2. Um, it wasn't mine. It was a, a co-worker. He had brought it in. You know, he knew that we both were into, into photography. And I brought my camera in one day. He brought his. And, you know, uh, during one of the breaks, we uh, took some time to play around with the cameras. And uh, I got an opportunity to see how it shoots. Now, of course, you know, touching a camera like that, you know, for the first time, it's, um, it's not easy to get very comfortable with it and get used to it um, in that setting. Um, but you know, it's, I, I got a chance to, to, to feel it and see how it works. And I was, since I am curious about Fuji and other mirrorless, mirrorless cameras that Sony makes, I spent a lot of time on, um, websites looking at sample images that comes out of these cameras. And, you know, you're right. Um, the images that come out of that Fuji are beautiful. I mean, Sony has some uh, beautiful images too. Um, but you know, I was looking at the Sony, Sony, yeah. um, full, um, uh, full sensor cameras uh, but like you said this fuji uh it's 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 almost unbelievable you know um for for i okay i was going to say it's unbelievable for it to be a crop sensor now what i'll, what I'll say in this show is that um um and, and i think this is true of you too steven uh that you know yeah we like gear we like photography and that you know you're paying attention to the newest gear that's coming out um but we also understand that the gear is just uh that's just a means to an end you know, um, it's all about, it's also, uh, very much dependent on the skill of the photographer. So, 
Um, the gear that you use is important, but it's not the, of the utmost importance. So we're not going to put too much stress on the gear. Um, but to say that, that these cameras that are coming out and the ones that we do use, you know, they, they can uh, produce like some really good images. I, I, I think that 5D uh, Mark III and, and that Fuji, you know, to me, that just goes to show how good that Fuji is because that 5D Mark III has been a really good camera for a long time. And I think that these uh, crop sensor cameras, these mirrorless cameras are, are doing a lot uh, in that they can uh, really compare very closely uh, to what these um, full-fledged professional cameras are able to do. Yeah, I mean, and, and the thing is that, I mean, they are fun to shoot with. I mean, they you have your dials everywhere. I mean, your ISO dial, your shutter speed. I mean, they, every, they are right in, you could just, touch it without having to figure out what, which button do I press, you know, compared to a DSLR. But like you said, I agree with you. Gear is not what makes your photos um, better. I mean, look good. It's, it's about the photographer. I mean, they always say the best camera is the camera that you have. You know? And when you think about it, some of the exactly. best photos in the world were not taken with, a, you know, Sony A7R or Canon 5D Mark IV. I mean, some of the best photos in the world were taken with really old, you know, film cameras, <laughs> you know, that, you know, when you, if you were to compare specs to current cameras today, they, 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 they wouldn't, they can't keep up. They wouldn't match at all. But yeah, this, you know, it's about the skill of the photographer and which, you know, something that takes, takes time to be able to acquire. Okay, so if you thought the music started and was an interruption, well, that's because we are at the end of our first episode of Shutterstock. Uh, thank you for coming along and listening. Now we're cutting this episode short, and we're going to start the conversation up again in the next episode. So if you enjoyed it and want to hear more about what Stephen and I were talking about, please come back, please subscribe, please listen to the next episode. Um, again, for my co-hosts, that was uh, Steven. I'm Sean. This was Shutterstock. I look forward to having your ears again very soon.